Welcome back to episode number 30 of the Mac Geeks podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Hughley, and I'm excited to be talking to yet another stud wrestler today, bringing on a, uh, a young guy from Virginia Tech. Interested to hear all about his high school career, what led him to Virginia Tech, and and obviously a lot of great things in front of him. So looking forward to talking to him. Let's go ahead and bring him in. Here's Mr. Sam Latona. So how's it going today, Sam? It's good. How are you? It's good, man. Real good. I see uh, I see the trophies on the background. Yeah, I had to find something to decorate my room with. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, man. Looks good. Got a couple of stop signs. What are those from? I know one of them's recent, right? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, they're both from Fargo, actually, from uh, high school. Okay. Yeah, yeah, real cool. Um, man, I'm I'm excited to talk to you. You're, you're somebody that I've been wanting to talk to for a while. Um, you know, it's cool getting to talk to all these different ACC wrestlers, and there's like all kinds of different people, right? Like talking to, I talked to your teammate Makai, right? It's cool talking yeah. to Makai because dude's national champ, right? Um, talk to guys that are ACC champs or this, that, and then I'm excited because this is the first time I've got to talk to somebody that's just coming up, right? There's, I mean, from a fan perspective, there's a lot of hype looking forward to the season watching you wrestle, man. But like, you know, you you're stepping into the starting role for the first time this season. So, um, this is really cool. I'm really excited to talk to you. Um, but I got to ask before we even get into any wrestling, um, you're from Alabama. So is it, uh, is it Alabama or Virginia tech for football? (laughs) Oh, well, our football team was struggling a little bit this year. So, uh, you know, I watch Alabama and I was actually a huge like Alabama fan growing up. Like, went to like almost every game i've been to two national championships i went to one in uh pasadena and then one in miami because my dad's a huge fan like we go and tailgate like every game um so yeah i'm also a huge alabama fan like i watch them a lot too but oh, if, if they if they played though i guess i'd have to go for virginia tech now yeah yeah i feel you on that one um i went to uga so i uh i have some bad feelings with alabama but you know <laughs> it is what it is it's fun rivalry yeah. man it's cool that um, I mean, from y'all's perspective, it's probably not a rivalry because you beat us every time, but right. it's just, it's cool that, uh, you know, I felt like for years we played y'all and it was just like slaughter after slaughter. And like, right. at least now it's close. I mean, this year yeah. was, was not very close, but, uh, yeah. was, we've, we've been struggling finding a quarterback. So, uh, yeah, yeah. it's been rough, but yeah, <sighs> it was close the last couple of years. So it's been fun, it but, um, yeah, man. I, I actually got to go to the. Uh, uh, you said Pasadena. What? What? Who did Alabama play in Pasadena that we year? Played Texas in two thousand nine. Yeah, that's such oh, a cool place. Boy. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. Yeah, it was like a one day flight with my dad. It was. It was really cool. Yeah. I did the same thing. I uh, I went out for the Rose Bowl for Oklahoma right before we played Alabama, and yeah. uh, it was insane. It was such a cool atmosphere. It's like the coolest stadium. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Um, like the mountains and everything right around it's beautiful but yeah man um so unfortunately it's not a football podcast we're, we're here to talk about wrestling um so i i wanted to hear a lot about your career and and before we even get into that i guess you recently were on the mat a couple of weeks ago or a month ago however long ago it was um at u.s senior nationals um you went out u.s senior nationals wrestled at 57 kg and took sixth so uh, how was it being back on the mat? It was awesome. I was uh, 
I was really looking forward. I started struggling there for a little bit because I, I hadn't competed since like January. End of January was my last uh, open tournament, so I was I was itching to, itching to get back on the mat. And um, you know, I was pretty prepared. You know, training was good going into it. So yeah, I was I was really excited to get back on the mat. Yeah, and I mean, not only get back on the mat, but you did really well. I mean, obviously everybody has higher goals for themselves, but sixth place U.S. Senior Nationals. I mean that's pretty awesome so uh, and you had some really good wins right you beat guys like Shelton Mack you beat Jacob Camacho um you had and not only the wins you know it's fun to talk about the wins but even with the losses you at least got to get on the mat and kind of see some of these top level guys right like you got to wrestle Jack Mueller Frank Pirelli Sean Russell some of the guys that have been around for a long time um and at least kind of I don't know if you've wrestled any of them before but at least kind of dip your toe in and feel those guys and kind of you know how guys that were you know recently uh you know earning all american honors are doing so um you know how was it as far as wrestling guys like that with you know mueller pirelli russell and all those other guys yeah that was my uh first time kind of wrestling those you know more senior older level guys and um you know i do wish i would have wrestled better especially against guys like sean russell and uh pirelli but um yeah it was a good experience you know getting that up uh, getting that first first time out but um yeah i do wish i would wrestle a little better against him yeah and i mean also we're going to talk about it later i want to ask you about it later because i also asked uh jacob about it but you and camacho it it seems like it's one of the next rivalries in the acc and it's going to be a lot of fun at least from a fan perspective to watch uh moving forward so you guys you guys have great matches to watch and and that match was a lot of fun it ended up five to four in your favor um, but it was a lot of fun. So uh, I'm going to ask you more about it, that kind of thing later. Um, but it, it's definitely a, a thing to look forward to. And, um, yeah, I, I'll save it for later. Um, so we, uh, I usually kind of try to start off and, and figure out, you know, how you got into wrestling. So let's just go ahead and start there. Uh, how old were you when you got introduced to wrestling? And, and kind of how did you get into the sport? Um, yeah, I was about um, four or five years old, and it was because my older brother, he actually, he did, like, karate before, and, you know, of course, in Alabama, like, wrestling's not that big, but there was a uh, club called AYWA that was kind of just starting up um, around my area, and so, yeah, he got into it when he was about eight years old, and I kind of, he's about three years older than me, so I kind of just followed him into that, and, you know, ever since, it's, it's been my sport, so. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I did really similar for me. Obviously, I'm not wrestling in college, but my brother got into yeah. it and got me into it. Um, right. And it's it's awesome, man. Especially when it's a family thing and you get in and you're you're, yeah. you know, not the only person doing it. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but you know, I, at what? I mean, you, you talked a little bit about obviously Alabama is not the biggest wrestling state. Um, I I came I grew up in Georgia, so I mean Georgia's a lot bigger now, but I can definitely. Uh, get what you're saying there because Georgia wasn't very big when I was coming through um, at, at what point though did you realize like hey I'm actually starting to get pretty good at this like um, you know maybe maybe it was I'm beating up on all the guys in Alabama or maybe like hey I'm going to these national tournaments and, and doing well but like when did you realize like I, I might actually go to college for this or do something with this yeah I'd say um, so we actually got a new club coach in I was about sixth sixth grade, um, named Shad Wrestler, and he was from New York. He wrestled 
at App State for a semester and then transferred to a smaller Division II college, King College in uh, Tennessee. And then he moved down to Alabama and got into club coaching. And, and he was kind of a big impact on me. Like, he was always on me. Like, you know, I've always been pretty disciplined and, like, committed to the sport. And so about sixth grade was when I started getting real serious about it and being like, okay, this is what I want to do. These are my goals. Like, I want to wrestle in college. I want to I do all these things. So it was probably about sixth grade when I realized – you know, I, I wanted to go to college and, and do all these things with, with wrestling. Yeah. Were, were you playing any other sports or was it like, all right, I'm done with yeah. everything else? Yeah. Up until sixth grade, I played uh, football and baseball. I was awful at both. Of them. I mean, I was okay at football, baseball. I was terrible at, but I only played both those for, I don't know, maybe two years. And then after six, going into seventh grade, I, I stopped both of them and just completely focused on wrestling. Yeah, and I also we we said you know already Alabama is not one of the biggest wrestling states, right? And so it's it's always cool to see the the kids from the states that aren't you know wrestling states quote um, go to these big schools, right? Uh, when I was growing up, a lot of kids went to Virginia, um, kids going to UNI stuff like that. It, it's cool to see you know the kids make it out of one of the states that's not in Ohio, Pennsylvania, and go to a big university, at, you know, D1 that's competing for national titles and All-American um, status. So how, like, what did you have to do in Alabama to kind of really get to that next level to, you know, be beating those top-level kids? Yeah, um, especially being from Alabama, for me, it was always about having to outwork the guys from, Pennsylvania and Ohio, all the, you know, California. Um, so me, for me, that was the biggest part of it, knowing that, you know, they're, they're human beings too, but as long as I work harder than them and I put in the effort and I, I do all the little things right, that's what gave me, like, the advantage for, like, when I went to those national tournaments and I was wrestling them, I'm like, okay, I put in just as much work. I worked just as hard as them. As them. I know I can compete with them and be just as good as them. So that was it for me probably. Yeah, and you said I think I think you said earlier that you had a club down there that you went to, right? Yeah, yeah. Again, my club coach Chad Rissler was, you know, always pounding in my head like, "You're the best in the country. Like, you can compete with these guys." Like, he he was by my side the whole time, and that that helped me a lot too. That's awesome. Um, and what about your your high school system? You know, uh, I assume you probably had middle. Did you have a middle school team? Yeah, I had a middle school and high school team. Yep, yep. Cool. So, how was that system that you're in? Did you like? Were you one of the ones that, that moved to a school for wrestling, or did you just kind of stay where you were, and how was your high school? Yeah, I stayed where I was because the high school I was at was, you know, like the toughest in the state. We had uh, Coach Coach Sean Wilson and uh, Coach Riley Pike and Coach Barnes. They were, they were all great. Um, they knew what they were doing. Coach Wilson wrestled at uh, UTC under uh, Brands, and then um, – yeah, and then I, I had great teammates like uh, you know you probably know Gabe Hicksonball. He's he wrestles the yeah. Campbell or actually you know wrestled him this weekend. Yeah. I was like one of my best friends, so I had him to, you know as practice partner, and then I had a few other good practice partners. So um, yeah, I kind of st- I stayed where I was at, and we kind of built a, a program there, and it was it was really good. We were you know probably the most dominant in the state for sure. Yeah, um, and then. Obviously, you're wrestling for one of the dominant programs in the state. You had success in high school. I know you had a lot of success, obviously, outside of the high school season. Um, you also won an Alabama state championship. But what, like, kind of walk us through for, for people that, that might not know 
what you did before Virginia Tech, like, uh, how did the high school career go? Um, it went well. I actually, it's funny. I only so my freshman year, I was pretty small. I uh, I was about ninety pounds, so I didn't even start on my high school team. One of my buddies, Chandler Aikens, actually started over me at one hundred six, and then um, I won it my sophomore year in high school. One day, my sophomore year, junior year, I actually was I had a shoulder injury, so I didn't compete, and then. Senior year, I actually went ahead and uh, and moved up to Blacksburg and kind of trained with the RTC, so I didn't compete in state. But then um, I won Fargo um, twice at 88, the lowest weight class, and then uh, juniors 106, and then um, I was a Super 32 finalist my senior year. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I, and that's you know all the stuff I had down. You know, two-time Fargo champ, two-time NHSCA champ. Yeah, uh, yeah. Super 32 finalist. You're ranked number six at 120 when you, uh, I guess it might have been when you decided to, to head up to Blacksburg. Um, but, man, I, I think that's cool, too. That uh, You had a very unique trip because there's there's not a whole lot of people that choose to kind of forego that last year and, and go ahead and, and go wherever they're going. I mean, all the names that come to mind that have done things like that have done great things right the first one everybody should know kyle snyder right and so what what went into that decision to go all right you know i'm you know everybody looks at you as a wrestler right but you're a normal high school kid at that point like what went into that decision to say all right i'm gonna skip out on this last year go ahead and move to blacksburg because i know that's where i'm going yeah um it was pretty tough you know especially having to leave all my buddies and, and kind of miss that senior year experience. Um, but for me, it came down to like what was going to make me the best wrestler that I could be. And I knew in the long haul that was what was going to make me the best wrestler. And so I felt like, especially being from Alabama, you know, not, it was important for me to go ahead and get up here and, and get that year out of the way so that I could be pre- the most prepared that I could be to start my college, you know, right. And, um, like I said, yeah, it was tough. You know, Coach Roby, I, I kind of came up for the summer, and Coach Roby kind of presented the opportunity to me and, you know, said, like, it's up to you. And then I talked to my dad about it, and, um, you know, he was like, it's, it's up to you. It's, it's on you. It's your decision. And then, you know, my mom was a little upset. She didn't really believe me when I kind of presented, you know, told it to her. But, um, yeah, for me, that's what it came down to was what was going to make me the best you know, wrestler and the most prepared for, for college that I, I could be. And that was it. So I yeah. Made the decision. Yeah. I mean, it's turned out to be a good one. Um, yeah. eh, moms never want their, their kids. To nah, yeah, <laughs> she was not ready. <laughs> yeah. I only went two hours away. My mom cried the whole way home. So yeah. Yeah. Um, it worked out perfectly though. Cause you know, my brother, my older brother, Donald Tony, he, he wrestled here. So he was already here. So I kind of, you know, I had him to rely on, so my mom was a little okay. You know, she was like, "All right, he's with Don at least." So yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, well, I, I'm wondering too, you know, especially for people listening in that that I think we've heard the stories, right, of guys that have have foregone that last year and went ahead and went to college. But I'm interested, like, what all goes into that? Because as far as I mean, I'm a high school teacher, and I don't even understand like how somebody could just just move on like did you take online classes like were yeah. you dual enrolled like how, how does that work from a student yeah, perspective so, yeah so i had to talk you know i was i actually moved in september so i started school in august and i went to school for about a month 
and then um, we kind of talked to my principal and my uh, AD and all that stuff. And we had a nice like uh, online program anyway called Ingenuity, I think is what it's called. And so yeah, I I, uh, I took the classes completely online, and you know I, I was I only needed like a couple more credit hours, so I only had to take I think like three classes or something like that. So it it wasn't bad at all, and and you know they were real supportive of it made it really easy so yeah it was just online class online classes for a whole year it was pretty nice actually just online and wrestling so yeah <laughs> that was my senior year no that's cool um i mean i imagine you're probably a pretty good student if they're willing to let that yeah that happen yeah I, I had good grades before so they're like you know they weren't they weren't worried about it that's good um man but that's got to be a wild ride in itself too and i'm wondering too how did uh how did the the conversation go with the high school coach when you told him your plans? Um, he um he asked me a few questions and wanted to make sure that my head was in the right place and I knew exactly what I was doing and you know I think he was a little upset but you know our relationships is are is still really good so he he understood you know to an extent but he was also a little a little upset because i think i kind of blindsided him almost when i uh when i told him because he had he had really no idea and so yeah but um but it was good he knew what i was getting into and he wanted to make sure i knew what i was getting into and and um he was excited for me i think yeah no that's good i mean it that's such a hard situation to be in i I coach wrestling too and like if, if i had a kid in that situation it especially if you're in such a you know kind of powerhouse program that's competing for state yeah, yeah. titles like you're losing one of your best dudes like that sucks but yeah my uh my club coach was was probably the most upset man i remember he yeah he was hurting after i told him he uh he still got to coach me at like super 32 and then hsca so that was good but uh yeah he was he was real upset i remember and that, that was probably the hardest one to tell for me because he was he was up so upset yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, you got to do what's best for you, and you know they all understand that. And um, yeah. might be might be a little upset to lose one of your best dudes, yeah. but you know, calm down a little bit later. You're like, all right, it's probably best for them. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, man, so wild ride, and, and you get up to Blacksburg. I, I'm actually let's take a step back. Um, I'm wondering, kind of, how the recruitment process went because. You know, especially with in your situation in Alabama, um, you know, and even being hurt your junior year, like I, I, obviously you got guys that are in PA, right? They come up, they win a state title, they probably have colleges all over them. Um, mm-hmm. How was the recruitment process for you? Was was it always Virginia Tech? Were there ever other schools in the mix? Just you know, kind of walk us through that. Yeah, I committed pretty early. Um, I think like October of my junior year so it was pretty early I kind of knew where I wanted to go because I'd been around these guys because like I said again my my brother my older brother was on the team Um, so I was here a lot and I I knew the coaches you know pretty well but I was also it's funny because I was also recruited to um, Northwestern which is where coach Brewer was before and he, he recruited me and he always messes with me about it and tells me how I told him no and, and all this stuff. But, yeah, it was, it was Northwestern. Cornell recruited me a little bit. Um, Maryland. Uh, Campbell was on me pretty hard. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I, I kind of knew um, that I wanted to come here. And so, yeah, it, it was it was pretty easy. It got stressful, you know, at, at one point. But um, I always knew, you know, pretty much that I, I was going to be a Hokie. So, 
Yeah. Well, it's also, I mean, it's good, I got to imagine, to have that family aspect in Blacksburg for you. And then uh, I assume before you committed, you'd probably been up there several times and kind yeah. of knew what you were getting into. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's awesome. Um, it's always, a, it's an interesting kind of dynamic, too, is like when when you have one sibling that goes to a college to for a sport, you know, if that next one wants to go with them or if they want to, you know, go off on their own, um, yeah. how, how did you look at that situation? Was it, was it very much just like, you know, my brother's already up there. That'd be awesome to go hang out with him. Or was it ever like, maybe I just want to get away and do my own thing. Like what were the thoughts as far as, you know, family already being there? Yeah. So me and my older brother were, were pretty close. Um, we actually still live together. Um, but yeah, it was, it was tough because I wanted to make the decision for myself um and no that's where i wanted to be and not just go there just because my brother was there um so yeah it was tough for me but it also made it a lot easier because i i love blacksburg like i I wouldn't want to be any anywhere else and so i tried to put it in perspective to where like okay if your brother wasn't there would you still like everything about it and so yeah and so it's funny because i've actually got a little brother too uh james latona and he uh he's looking at all these colleges and so I'm trying to help him through the process a little bit and um, you know try to give him some insight that I had and stuff um, but yeah that was it, it again my older brother was a big part of why I came here but he definitely wasn't the only reason so yeah and with those those conversations with your younger brother are they very are they kind of like you know brotherly advice like make sure that you do what's right for you here are the things that I looked at or are you like sending him Virginia Tech shirts every weekend? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, obviously, like, I, I want him to come here pretty bad, but, um, but yeah, they're more brotherly advice and just telling him, you know, make sure he knows what he wants to do. And he's more independent than me or Dom were. So he, he's kind of like on, on his own a little bit. But yeah, no, I'm definitely giving advice to where, like, you need to do what's best. And it's hard right now because, you know, they can't take all the, any visits or anything. Um, so that's tough but uh yeah it's more of you know make sure you do what you want but i'm also trying to you know a little bit come on let's, let's be a hokey you know but yeah for sure um man but i don't know that's that's it's just a really cool story um you know it's not it's not the average story where somebody gets into the college and they, they move on um I'm wondering uh, another thing is that um I was kind of thinking back and you, you've done a lot in your career in, in high school you you know won that state title obviously when you're a little kid growing up you watch guys you know in varsity and all that win state titles and it's like the biggest thing in the world um so it's a it's a big accomplishment when you win a state title and then you've also won things you know like fargo and and, and all these other big events so i'm wondering if you could kind of compare for us what's what's it like winning a state title uh, compared to like a fargo title um, the state title was really cool because I had like kind of my school support and everyone around me that in that aspect. But man, it was it was probably like the coolest. Man, when I won that first Fargo title, so I was actually the first ever Fargo champ from Alabama. Um, so yeah, when I won that Fargo title, it was it was crazy, man. I it was like the first like big thing. And like I said, I didn't even start that year in high school because I was so small and so. You know, to go to Fargo and, and win that, man, that, that was, like, one of the coolest experiences I've ever had. I remember I jumped into my coach's arms, and it was it was a celebration. I, it, was, it was That was really cool. 
Yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> you won a Fargo title before you even won a state title. So like, right. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, man, that, that's wild. And you, you of course won a second Fargo title as well later. So, um, that's gotta, I'm, I'm wondering how your teammates feel and your buddy is at one Oh six and he sees, you know, the guy that's behind him win a Fargo title. You're like, Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, but no, that's really cool. Um, and, and we talked a little bit about kind of through your recruitment. Um, I'm wondering, you know, obviously you, you said you wanted to make that choice for you and not just because you had a brother there or anything like that. Um, so what was it uh, about Virginia Tech that, that ended up making your decision? Like, why did you actually go to Virginia Tech? And I know kind of recently we had Coach Roby come in. Uh, so what was the coaching status like as well? Yeah. So, um, Coach Freyer was, you know, obviously a really important part of it. Um, he was on me hard. And, you know, I, like I said, I loved the coaches. I loved Coach Roby. I loved Coach Freyer. And, and um, you know, the campus was also, like, awesome to me. And, and I love the campus. I love every aspect. I love the dining halls. So, you know, just fitting in. And then and then I was around, you know, the, the team a lot. So I got to know the team because, you know, I was here you know, a lot, and I got to know the team really well, and so that was a really important part of it, you know, I felt like I fit in, like, really well, I, I knew everyone, I knew, you know, how things work, kind of, so, yeah, you know, I just felt like it was family here, and I felt like I was, I was most comfortable here, and so that's probably what the most important part was, and then later on, getting Coach Brewer, that was, that was awesome, that was just, you know, put the cherry on the top, so. Yeah, well, you mentioned earlier that, uh, I guess Coach Brewer gives you crap for not uh, coming over yeah. to to Northwestern yeah I, I just give it right back to him and tell him well hey man you're the one that followed me yeah, yeah. That's right. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, tell, I, I do mess with them like yeah that's why you came here because I came here <laughs> yeah yeah uh, that's awesome but uh yeah and I mean not only you know coach Brewer coach Frere I mean very accomplished you, you have coach Roby now at the head and then you're having all these guys come in to work at the RTC which you know obviously they have their own their own careers to focus on but at the same time those are guys that i'm sure you're learning a lot from and um you know i don't know if they're maybe coaches yet but maybe definitely that mentor uh role for you so how's it been having guys like like nation and james green come over and join up over there yeah no it's been great um james's technique is unreal you know some of the stuff he shows us especially with like his hand fight and his progressions and you know just the way he goes about things is, is pretty cool to see and watch and um yeah and then nation's awesome too I, I got to wrestle with him you know for the first time a couple weeks ago it's probably the fastest guy i've ever wrestled in my life um so yeah it, it's been really good to learn from those guys and you know see what they bring to the table but yeah like i said i think the coolest thing is kind of seeing how they go about you know their lives and their their training and you know try to figure out and and uh you know implicate you know what they do into your own life so yeah um and i'm i'm just as you're talking like obviously you're, you're wrestling with guys like like james like nation um you also have just an immense amount of talent around you as well right with joey prada with corbin myers all these guys you got young guys like sam hillegas and like I, i'm wondering like what is the the not just like the culture around the team like overall but like in practice like you guys got a bunch of hammers like i assume practice is not easy <laughs> like, yeah. yeah 
Yeah, no, there's uh, there's definitely no easy day, you know, whether I'm going with Joey or Corbin or Sam or, you know, sometimes even Bryce and Doni and they'll throw me in there with him. Um, yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's fun, though, to, to you know, I kind of love the grind aspect of it and love, you know, fighting in the room. Um, but, yeah, it's like you're going with the hammer every day. You're, you're getting better every day. It's I love I love the wrestling room. I love I love the practice part of it. And that's one of my favorite parts about wrestling is, is coming in the room and, you know, Ro- Coach Roby goes, all right, we're putting 25 minutes on the clock until one of y'all breaks, you know, like you get one water break if you want it. And, um, yeah, that's probably my fav- one of my favorite parts. I, I love that aspect of it. And 25 minutes to the average person doesn't seem like a long time. But then you think, like, I don't know who exactly you're going with, if you're switching or what. Right. Like, let's just say if you're with Nation for 25 minutes, like, that's got to be, like, yeah. it's got to uh, feel like you're in the room for two days. Yeah, that's right. That's right, yeah. No, it's Man. definitely tough. Yeah, um, and out of all those guys, you know, when you're in the room, obviously, you know, even I guess uh, thinking back with you foregoing that that senior year of high school, is this your third year technically on campus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so who is? I mean, obviously, you have a bunch of them. You go with a bunch of guys, but is there anybody that you kind of is more of your your partner than other people in the room? Um, yeah, probably. Um... I go with Corbin Myers a lot. That's probably uh, my dude. And then um, I've actually been going with since Sam Hill just got on campus. I've been going with him a lot. So me and him go go together a lot too. Yeah, um, I'm really excited to see see guys like him in the lineup. That's going to be a lot of yeah. fun. Um, but you know, kind of winded down uh, on you know just the Virginia Tech side of things. If I you know, let's say that I'm a big recruit, right? And I got five schools, Virginia Tech's on my list with Penn State, Iowa, Cornell, whatever. What's what's the deal? Like, why would I pick Virginia Tech? Man, our our culture here is is unreal. You know, like our our team camaraderie and our our culture and the way we're doing things. You know, you kind of just have to be here to see it. It's what we've got going on is awesome, and and it's like a family down here and. And, you know, um, I just like the way that we're going with things, especially, you know, a lot of teams don't have kind of what we have as a team aspect and the way we bond with each other and how close we are and the way we are in the locker room and just everything we've got right now, it's it's going in the right direction. And, man, I'm, I'm excited, you know, to compete for, for team titles and CAA titles. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm just it's going to be awesome the next few years man we're going to we're going to shock some people yeah no i mean there's a there's a lot of good things happening over there in blacksburg and it's uh it's going to be a lot of fun to watch it unfold um because you know obviously from a fan perspective watching the acc you're one of the big up-and-coming stars and and there's there's so many that that people might not even know if they're just kind of the average casual fan um that they're going to know very soon so I mean, I, I want to sort of kind of get into your career in, at Virginia Tech too. Uh, obviously, there, there's not a whole lot because you haven't competed there a whole lot. You know, a year, maybe a little bit in that year before. Um, but last season was your first season. Like, you're in red shirt, right? So it was your first. It was your second year on campus, but it was your first year kind of like attached to Virginia Tech wrestling. Um, I guess. Well, I guess you probably were before, but you went twenty and two. 
Uh, so obviously that's an awesome year. Anytime you see a redshirt season that that is, you know, 20 wins, only a couple losses, that's impressive. Um, I think we all knew that we were going to get that with you, um, but to see it unfold is great. And you beat guys, obviously, like Jacob Camacho. You beat Mikhail McGee. Um, there's a bunch of other names on the list, but those are two of the guys that, that kind of stood out. They're really, really good wins, right? Guys that are um, uh, All-Americans, I believe, with the, the COVID year that happened. Um, but you also had, you know, a couple of losses, or you only had a couple of losses. One of them was to Nick Piccinini. The other one was to Zurich Storm, um, which I think you're actually going to get a chance to wrestle again this yeah. weekend, which is going to yeah, be hopefully. awesome. Yeah. Um, that's going to be cool. Uh, so, I, I, I guess, I guess we'll we'll go there right now since we're already there. Uh, you've only lost two in college so far. It's your red your ears, so technically it doesn't count uh, towards your overall record, but what is your like what's your mindset how are you feeling with a chance to to maybe get a a chance back at the guy that beat you last time this weekend yeah no i'm excited i i want to you know obviously see where i got better um in those aspects i think i've gotten a lot better in in a few positions it kind of hurt me in that match but uh yeah no i'm excited to just hopefully you know be able to get some revenge and wrestle hard and like i said see see how far i've come and how much better i've gotten said i know i have you know yeah so that, that was pretty early on in the season last year so it's it's been about a year since since that match yeah and then the other one of course like i i feel bad because every time i talk to people i always end up asking about the losses right but you know the losses especially in a sport like wrestling that's kind of where people grow and it's interesting to to see you know guys like you that are able to bounce back and have such success afterwards um the pitching any match you had to know it was coming i was gonna ask about it um if people are listening and they they don't know kind of why i'm poking at it obviously uh sam did end up losing the match but it was a wildly fun match obviously nick pitching was one of the top guys in the country over the last four years um and you know, arguably could have been an NCAA finalist last year. The it, it was a great match, and I think it, that's the match that if you weren't just a Virginia Tech fan, that's where Sam Latona got on people's radars, where people started to to kind of know the name because it was a great match. Came down to the end, uh, Sam in on a shot. It was a controversial call whether you think it's a takedown, not a takedown. I thought it was a takedown, so I'll just go ahead and tell you that. Um, doesn't mean you would have won the match anyway because it would have sent it to, to overtime, right? right. Um, but I, I think that it was a takedown. should have at least been into overtime and seen what happened. Um, kind of walk us through, I guess, that match in general. Like, what are your thoughts before? Because you – I mean, assuming if you half follow wrestling, you know who the dude is. Um, <laughs> and, you know, so tell us, like, your thoughts going into it, how you thought the match went, and, and how you, you took what the results. Yeah, um – I remember it was the quarterfinals, so we got kind of a, a little bit of a break to kind of. I went back to the hotel and relaxed and ate a little bit. Um, but I remember just talking to my dad, and I was like, "Dang, like this is definitely like you know the biggest match I've ever been in." And I was excited though, you know, to see where I was at and, and get to go wrestle a guy like that. And you know, I thought I wrestled really well. I thought there were a few things I could have done better. And you know, you can't leave a, a match like that in the ref's hands. Um, like that and so that's you know where where it went you know all these people say this and that as takedown but you know i shouldn't have shouldn't have let it be in the rest hands but 
you know, I, I knew I was prepared and I knew I could compete with a guy like that. I, you know, coach, you know, a lot of all the coaches were, you know, especially Coach Burrow was pounding on my head like you can compete with guys like that. So I knew I knew kind of where I was at. I was just excited to go kind of show it to everyone. And I was expecting to win and, you know, it didn't happen. But um, but yeah, like I said, you can't leave that that type of stuff in the rough sands. But it was a fun match, man. I remember the crowd was getting into it. I remember, you know, my brother and my, my family was there and um, Ryan Blees was actually in the corner. My club coach was actually in the corner coaching me. So that was a really cool experience. Um, it was a fun match. So it was, I thought I pushed the pace pretty well. I thought I got him pretty tired to give myself a shot to win at the end and it didn't happen, but uh, it was pretty cool. I, I remember in the first period, we like kind of went out of bounds or something and he got hit with the stall call and I kind of jogged back to the center and I, I remember like John Smith was like almost in the middle of the mat and I was like, what's going on? And I was, is he like allowed to do that? Like someone get him back to his chair. But, uh, you know, John Smith, like he can kind of do what he wants, but, yeah. uh, yeah, no, that was, it was, it was a fun match for sure. That's gotta be interesting too, because I mean, I don't know, like how much of a, of a college fan were you before you outside your own career? Huge. It, it was, it was crazy. Cause I, you know, like I, when I was like real young, like third, fourth grade, I was like, I want to wrestle at Oklahoma State. You know, like I'm a huge, uh, I mean, I was a huge uh, Jordan Oliver fan, so I was like, that's where I want to go. And so, like, you know, having him coach against me is it, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, I got to imagine, like, I, I guess you know, when you're in a match, you, you're in a mode, and like, it probably didn't even bother you really, but it's got to be wild to be in a match and look over and just John Smith's like arguing against you, like, yeah, the, yeah. You're, like. Like, yeah, no, I, I didn't really think about it before the match, but like I said, man, he was like in the center of the mat at one point, like, you know, arguing a call, and I was like, like get him back to his chairs. Come on, we got a match to wrestle. That's hilarious. Um, yeah. yeah, man, but that was, that was a great match, and that's such a fun tournament, too. Um, I, yeah. I still haven't got a chance to go out there. I mean, I grew up in Georgia. I live in North Carolina now. Like, it's right here, but I don't know. I'm lazy, I guess. Um, yeah. But, uh, I, it's such a cool tournament because I feel like that's always a tournament every single year where these red shirt guys make a name for themselves. People start realizing they need to watch, you know, so-and-so. Um, I think you were really that big name last year, you know, the year before Shane Griffith. Um, but there's always, there's always somebody. And honestly, it usually isn't a loss. It, it usually is, you know, them wrestling with the top guys in the country and people being like, Oh shit. Like we need to watch this guy. Um, yeah. but, it was a great match. Again, I, I'm going to give you the takedown. Uh, i authorized <laughs> to give you the takedown. But uh, maybe we'll get to wrestle the uh, overtime part some other time. But, um, yeah, it, uh, it it was a great match, and I think that really put you on the radar for a lot of people and, and made a lot of people realize that you know, not only does Virginia Tech have you know a guy at 125 that can win some matches, but like this is a dude that's going to be competing for national titles if he's out here competing with – the guy that's already competing for national titles, you know? So, yeah. um, it, it was really, really cool to watch, but, um, you, another match in that same tournament that you had that, that also, uh, was a big one for you was the Jacob Camacho match. Um, Camacho wrestles for NC state. It was his first year starting last year. Uh, he won an ACC title all American. I mean, he, he did a lot. He had a really great year and, you went out there and beat him 10 to five with five takedowns. So I feel like when you look at that score, if you didn't watch the match, when you look at that score, you're like, all right, wow, like Latona beat him pretty good. But 
five takedowns to no to nothing. Like that's that's the the, the a five point spread's not even showing you how bad of a, a one sided victory it was. Um, so, you know what what did that Southern scuffle do for you and your confidence in your red shirt? Yeah, no, it was a huge confidence booster for sure. Um, I've always, you know, I was always pretty confident in myself, especially going to that tournament. You know, everything was going right. The, the weight cut was right and everything. But, yeah, no, that especially, you know, that match was important because I knew he was, you know, a big, big name in the ACC and was going to be a rival. And so I kind of wanted to, you know, assert, you know, like I'm here, like I, I can compete with these guys and, you know, show the ACC that too. Yeah, and I mean, you probably already had a little bit of the mindset like when it happened, but what did it? Did you have any thoughts going through your head when you watched him win ACCs later that year? Yeah, no, for sure. I was actually I traveled with the team to Pitt, and you know, watching him beat Mueller in the finals, I was like, you know, it was, it was a little rough because like, damn, like I I kind of wish I was I was out there, but you know, it, it like obviously like the redshirt year was the best thing for me and i knew that but yeah no it was crazy kind of being at that acc tournament and watching how it played out yeah um well that's another thing i was going to ask obviously you did we were talking about your red shirt season so you took a red shirt um what all went into the decision to take a red shirt especially after you'd already been on campus for a year so it's you basically had two red shirts yeah um you know i i always you know have blind faith in my coaches and whatever they tell me to do so at that point with what they were telling me to do and what the best thing for me was to redshirt and so you know I trusted in them and I I believed in what they were saying and and it was rough at times through a year like I was you know wanting to be out there but um but like I said I had blind faith in coach Brewer and coach Roby and coach Freyer and whatever they were telling me to do that's that's what I was going to do and I I stuck with it and, and you know I trusted them so that's that was the biggest thing for me yeah and i mean I think the the even more interesting part is that you've been in camp on campus in blacksburg for two years right you had what we call a gray shirt year basically that first year uh then a red shirt year and then this year is a free year uh yeah. so you know not only like this is your first year wrestling but it doesn't even count like you're kind of like a negative freshman like i don't even know what to call you at this point like it's gonna be wild though like by the time you get through your career at virginia tech depending on if you take that extra year as well be like 30 years old you're gonna be a doctor and have kids (laughs) and yeah um so uh it's it's wild man you're the next tanner hall so uh uh i mean you have the opportunity if you want it to be but um yeah man so I'm wondering too. Obviously, there college is a completely different level, and you kind of hinted at it earlier when you said that you made that transition to Virginia Tech to kind of improve your game. You knew that's what was going to really uh, step up your game to the next level. What is the biggest difference for you from being a successful high school wrestler to a successful college wrestler? What what flips that switch? Because there's a lot of really successful high school wrestlers that don't pan out. Yeah. Um, I think that the biggest thing for me, and I was always like this, even in high school, and Coach Roby harps on this a lot, is um like consistency and discipline. So like you have to be consistent with your life and what you're doing, and and I feel like that's been the biggest thing is is being consistent with your training, with your diet, with your school, with your sleep, with 
kind of everything in general and even you know throughout the off season like i'm pretty consistent about how i go about things you know it's a little different because we're not competing as much but um yeah for me that was the biggest man i remember my when i came my senior year, that first month was uh was pretty rough i was i was getting beat up by everyone by you know joey Prada, kyle nordstrom and then you know once you keep at it and stay consistent and keep working and keep doing the same things that you're doing it, it's gonna pay off so that's probably the biggest thing consistency and persistence yeah for sure i mean that uh that's coming right out of, i'm actually reading this book right now uh it's called grit and it's literally what you just said like you know it's the people that are con- just being consistent persistence like have a passion just continue to do it are going to be the ones that really get better in the long run um how, do, how does that persistence like look for you do are you the guy that's you know staying in the room after by yourself doing stance and motion drills like what do you do besides you know what what you do at practice to kind of to put you over that level because uh, a name you just said you said uh, Prada was kind of beating up on you when you first got there right he's the older guy he's seasoned and then now you're actually starting over him so like what did you do outside of what they were giving you to to kind of get you there yeah um it's just living your your life the right way um you know doing all the little things you know like you said I I, I you know I don't like reading but I I do it you know, it points because I know it, it's, it helps me in the long run. Um, but also like journaling and then, yeah, like doing, you know, little things after to separate yourself from the pack. But yeah, I feel like just living your right life, right. In general, you know, making sure you're making good grades in school, you're getting, you know, the right amount of sleep, you're eating right, just doing all the little things and, and everything kind of comes together when, you know, when all that happens. Yeah, definitely. And I, I don't think a lot of people enjoy reading also. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I definitely don't, but I've been forcing myself. But I like it a lot more. Um, yeah. But if you can get a book that you kind of like, you know, kind of like, then it's not as bad. But yeah, I just got to a point, man. Where I was stressed out all the time teaching online. I was like, all right, I got to do something yeah. to like get in right, the groove, yeah. right? This is a book I'm reading. It's called Extreme Ownership. It's by a Navy SEAL. So. Dude, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. I just read uh, one. Oh man, what's his name? So I read. Uh, living with a Navy SEAL or something like that. Um, yeah. and, and then it's this guy that's living with David Goggins. I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then I read David, David Goggins' book right afterwards, which was yeah. awesome. Uh, definitely suggest that, especially if you like the Navy SEAL stuff because – Yeah, I'm, I'm big on the Navy SEAL. Oh, dude. I – I tell my wife all the time, like, look, if we hadn't have met up in high school, that's where I'd be right now. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's really cool. So I definitely suggest reading that one if you ever want a suggestion. Um, but, uh, yeah, man. So, uh, another thing kind of getting into that I, I said I would come back to, we talked about, obviously you've wrestled Camacho a couple of times. Uh, you've, you have the two and O record, at least in, in high school or in college. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever wrestled outside of that but that's that's a really big rivalry brewing right there there's a bunch of rivalries kind of that have defined the sport lately right you've had like zahid mark hall right bo miles martin like you've had these big rivalries and we're starting to see some of those form within the acc which is really cool right i mean obviously one of your teammates you know uh bolin hydley bolin got the better of hydley both times last year but um you know, that's another one that's kind of brewing. I mean, I guess it, it seems like it's good to be on the Virginia Tech side of these rivalries right now. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so 
you know, what are your thoughts on this kind of rivalry brewing with him? Like, how do you view it? I mean, I know no matter how you look at it, you guys, are, at least for now, are, are the top of 125 in the ACC and are going to be battling for the next, you know, three, four, five, or three or four years, I guess. Yeah. Um, no, I'm excited. Um, I, you know, I try to go into every match, you know, the same way, prepared the same way. So for me, it's 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 just like another match. I, that's the way I try to look at it. But it's awesome for, you know, the, the fan viewpoint and – you know, like you said, good for the ACC because we're, we're growing and, and um, it's important for that. But, yeah, I, I try to go into every match the same way. It's pretty cool, though, um, having someone like that to, you know, kind of – I got to, you know, keep up my game and keep getting better because I know, you know, he's he's doing the same thing, right? Um, so, yeah, no, that's, that's a cool part of it. But I, I just got to keep getting better and doing what I do and try to focus on myself and get better in any way that I can so that I can, you know, keep – keep winning you know those rival those rivalry matches you know yeah um i think one of the cool things too and i was actually i was gonna ask you uh so i don't know if you've seen my my acc rankings i've been putting out but obviously i got you at number one uh at 125 it was tough though i have to tell you because you got that 2-0 record but it's always tough like to put a freshman over the returning ACC champ like it's right, most impossible yeah. and like I got so much crap from people they're like dude how you do that I'm like I, I wasn't going to after the first one but when it happened again I'm like all right I can't I, I just can't ignore it um yeah. but you know obviously rankings mean nothing right they mean nothing until you prove them um but I, I an interesting thing too that I want to ask you about like you you have that 2-0 record over him I don't know. I can't remember exactly where or Flo and the Open Mat have it right now, but uh, I think both of them have Camacho in like the top three, four in the nation right now. Um, and you, you have that winning record over him. Like, what does that do for your confidence, knowing that you've beat some of the top dudes in the weight class that you're coming into as a freshman? Not like you're coming in as a senior with one last ride, but like you have a whole career ahead of you, and you've already beat these tier one, you know, tier two guys in your weight class. Yeah, no, it just kind of reassures me to know, you know, where I'm at and that I can compete with these guys. And, you know, I'm, I'm on the right track. I just got to keep doing what I'm doing. And it's, you know, pretty cool knowing that I've, I'm young and I've got a whole career ahead of me. But, I, you know, I, I want to do it now and I want to compete for national titles now. And so that's the goals and that's what I'm, you know, competing to do and that's what I'm, I'm trying to do. So, yeah, it, it's definitely pretty cool, but I, I know, like, I haven't accomplished anything yet. I mean, really, I'm, you know, rankings, you know, like you said, they don't really mean anything. I haven't done anything yet. So I got to go out and prove myself even more and, and do that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, rankings, like I do them, but like they're just, all they are is just like a hype train for fans. Like that's right. it. Yeah, um, fans, exactly. Sure. And uh, I mean, I, I've said it a million times, like they don't mean anything at all yeah. in, until yeah. somebody does it. Uh, mm -hmm. They're just best guesses. Um, yeah. But, you know, obviously, one thing that's not a guess is, is the number one guy right now. Uh, Spencer Lee at Iowa has won the last two national titles. He's the gold standard at the weight class, maybe even in college wrestling right now. Um, what Have you ever wrestled him before, and, and kind of what are your thoughts on a potential matchup with him? No, I haven't wrestled him, but um, I, I want to really badly. You know, that's that's he's got the target on his back, and you know everyone's chasing him and that's my goals and i i know i can do it i know i can 
happy with him. You know, there's some areas that I got to get better on. Obviously, bottom, he's really tough on top. I, I can't be, you know, giving up easy bottom points. I got to, you know, be able to push the pace and keep keep his pace and hang with him on my feet. And I, I know I can. Like, you know, I, I believe in myself and my coaches believe in me and, you know, my family believes in me. I know I can compete with guys like that. I just got to go out and show it. And, yeah, like you said, I'm, I'm excited to, to finally be able to hopefully do that probably won't be until the ncaa tournament if it happens but yeah i'm excited to go out and prove you know that he's human too and i i can compete with him and you know coach brewers in my ear every day like you you can beat these guys you're better than this guy you know so yeah i'm 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 really excited about this upcoming season and hopefully getting to compete against guys like that well it's got to be just like the coolest opportunity ever too for you because you know, you're the freshman coming in. Nobody's expecting you to beat that guy. But we've seen that happen a lot lately, right? Even when Spencer Lee came in, he was, you know, a freshman, you know, down the list, whatever. And then he beat guys like Tomasello, like Seriano, all these dudes that were up there that people thought he wouldn't beat. You know, even other weight classes, right? You had Vincenzo Joseph take out Imar. Like, that was insane. You know, there was, there was, there's been so many freshmen that have come on the scene and just exploded and beat all these dudes that they're not, you know, quote supposed to beat um so it's got to be a really cool position for you to be in and um i know i'm looking forward to it Uh, i'm really looking forward to it because you're one of the top dudes in the country and i'm excited to see you prove it um it sucks that the acc or not the ac but college wrestling you know we have this this coronavirus thing that we got to deal with um so you're only going to get to see the acc guys but there's some really good dudes in the acc as well and you know especially if you if you come out and you you beat a guy like camacho again then uh, you're definitely going to be one of those top guys hitting into NCAAs. So um, it's it's going to be a, a real fun season to follow. But, uh, you know, speaking of the ACC, you, you talked a little bit about how it's growing, right? It's getting bigger. It's getting better. Teams like Virginia Tech are really starting to, to stack the lineup. Um, you had this unique perspective, too, because last year you were a part of the team, right? You've been a part of the team for two years now, but actually haven't been in the lineup. So you've you've gotten kind of that team slash fan perspective when you're at duels so for you who's virginia tech's biggest rival in the acc right now oh it's definitely nc state yeah no doubt yeah yeah definitely nc state so how are those duels like why do you say that oh dude i got to you know go to nc state last year and it was pretty crazy um you know their atmosphere was, was pretty cool honestly and um it sucked, man. Losing, man. That that bus ride home, the coaches weren't weren't happy, and it was it was rough. And I I hate losing to those guys, man. It's yeah. I'm I'm that's definitely the duel I'm looking forward to most. You know, hopefully we can turn things around. But yeah, I, I hate losing to those guys. It's it's just you know that's what that's a, a the, probably the most important duel of the year to me. Yeah, um, well, it's a lot of fun to watch. Like you said, they have a really cool atmosphere. Um, I can't remember how it was for y'all's duel, but I know y'all's duel is one of the best of the of the season. Like, yeah, Big Ten, Big Twelve, whoever. Like, it just was one of the best in the, of the whole season. Obviously, it didn't go the way you wanted it, but it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, and you know, they had a big, they have a big fan base. They've really been growing their fan base down there. Um, how about Blacksburg? I haven't got a chance to to get up there and watch a match. I I need to. It's only a couple hours away. Um, how's the, the atmosphere for for the home duels there? Oh, it's awesome, man. We've you know we've got great fans that you know are loyal and they, they come to you know just about every match at 
seeing so we can I think we can only have like 250 this year I was really looking forward to competing in front of all the fans because that's one of my favorite parts about wrestling is having that pressure and and you know those nerves and having all those people watching you but yeah no our fans are great our our support support base is great and you know I love you know everyone that comes and supports us and and it's it's pretty cool to compete in front of everyone like that yeah yeah uh, you know like we uh we wrestle at uh our like moss arts center every year i don't think we are this year but like it's like our moss arts center and it like packs out and it's like on this big stage and like our art center is pretty cool and then we wrestled at uh the baseball field last year actually against northwestern that was a really cool atmosphere too yeah definitely um those all those outside duels are always so cool yeah they're really uh, cool yeah yeah but when hopefully we'll get to see more um but yeah, and another thing, kind of, yeah, as we're winding down, I don't want to keep you all day long. I could talk wrestling all day long, but yeah. you know, you you have goals to attain out there. So, um, with with Coach Roby, right? I actually was fortunate enough to have him on and talk to him a little bit. He he seems awesome. I can definitely see you know him being the the leader of the program, him building this program the the way he's doing it, and he's doing such a great job. And only the few years he's been there, um, but. I think the big thing that's really stood out to me for Virginia Tech has been recruiting. And obviously you're a part of that, but I don't know if you can kind of take a step back and look at it. Like the guys that are committing to Virginia Tech are big recruits, right? And that's not always been the thing, right? Um, So he's really amped up that recruiting game. You guys have some killers that we're probably going to see in the lineup this year. Even if we don't see, we'll see in the future, right? You got guys like like Hilligus, who I think is going to be 141 this weekend. You got guys like Olray, um, Kaka at heavyweight. Like I'm missing a bunch of them, but those are a few of the names that come to mind that were really big recruits coming in. Um, what what exactly what's he doing to bring all these guys in up there? Um, man, he's just you know telling them how our culture is and and what it's like and you know being straight up with them and and that's what's pretty cool to me you know we're pretty young and you know they're gonna keep recruiting coach Frayer's you know a huge piece of that that recruiting part um but yeah no he's just explaining to them what we've gotten you know it's pretty cool they've had me on a few uh zoom calls where I've been a part of uh, recruiting and it's pretty cool to, to kind of be a part of the process like I was a big part of the process of uh getting Cooper Flynn because I, I was pretty close with him um so yeah no we're just explaining to them what we've got going on and our future and how you know we expect them to impact our our, our uh, program and and you know be a part of it and it, it's pretty cool yeah i mean i didn't even mention the guys that aren't there yet i mean you yeah. guys there's there's so much coming down the pipe for later um mm. i mean that's that's great too because now you're starting to see um, whereas, you know, five, ten years ago, it wasn't the same. Now, schools like Virginia Tech, NC State, North Carolina, like all the ACC schools really are getting this talent in to where, you know, you didn't just get the spot because, you know, you were halfway decent and you work hard, right? Like, right. you got the spot because you you earned it, and there's several dudes behind you, around you, that could easily be there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it really has to bring that that – fight up a whole level in the room i assume because um, you always have a guy that's right there with you that that could do as well as you i mean you guys got guys on the bench that you know could be fighting for all american honors if they got in so right. i mean it's really cool to see and i mean the program's growing and it's 
the future is so bright in Blacksburg, man. I, I'm yeah. really excited to see it because that's my favorite part of when I was going through these lineups this year is, you know, there's a lot of really good teams, right? NC State's obviously one of them. They won the ACC last year. Um, but you guys, not only are you a very good team, but you're a very young team. Um, yeah, we're really young. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got a national champ that's a sophomore. I mean, your first year, I mean, Hilga's first year, like, Bolin, what's he, a junior this year, but he still has three yeah. years left. Like, I mean, yeah. it, it's insane. Like, you, you have so much talent on that team that's going to be there for so long. Yeah. Um, so no doubt that there's, you know, not only ACC championships, but possibly national titles uh, being fought for in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we're going to kind of wind it down here because I know you got stuff to get to. So uh, I got a couple questions for you, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, the yeah. first one is just kind of interested – you know, what is your mindset? Like, what are you feeling right now? What are your thoughts as you enter in your first year as a starter? I'm super excited um, because, you know, like you said, I've been here for two years and haven't got to wear the Virginia Tech singlet. So I'm super excited. Um, you know, I've, my, my weight's been coming down really nicely. Um, everything's going good. I know there might be some bumps in the road during the season especially with this whole coronavirus thing but yeah i've, I've got big goal big goals you know i want to be acc um in and national champ so um yeah i'm just gonna keep working towards that my mindset is is kind of the same, gonna be the same the whole year keep stay level-headed um stay the course trust the process and do whatever my coaches tell me to do and and my goals will will come yeah, I have no doubt. Um, and those Virginia Tech singlets are sick, man. Uh, yeah, all of them. I mean, the, yeah, the RTC, all like all yeah. twenty different we're, variations. We're, we're like the the Oregon Ducks of wrestling, right? For real, I mean, they're all awesome. And like they, you yeah. guys put up the uh, like on Twitter one day. I think you put up like the twelve singlets or whatever, however many yeah. there are. And they're like, which one's your favorite? It's like I have no idea. I I don't know. I yeah. like them all. Um, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that gray one with the uh, American flag—that sweet. That yeah. that might be it for me. Um, yeah. But yeah, man. I, I mean, we're gonna get to fortunately see you wrestling a bunch of those this year and and win a lot in them. Um, and the last thing that I wanted to to kind of ask you and leave the fans with, because you know the majority of people listening right now are, are Virginia Tech fans, uh, but even ACC fans in general. What what can fans look forward to from Virginia Tech this year in 2020? 2021 um i can tell you that you know like you said we're a young team and we're gonna go out and compete hard no matter what and and give effort no matter what you know throughout the whole lineup you know that's kind of one of roby's biggest thing is is giving effort and i I can tell you that's what we're gonna do and we're gonna you know try to make the fans the most happy that we can and we've we've got big goals like i said we're we're coming for you know dual and and team acc championship and we're coming for um for team titles you know talking to the team the other day it was kind of like a lot of guys are kind of putting an asterisk on this year but i was like heck no like we're, we're we got goals and we're trying to accomplish things and so yeah we're gonna give the most effort that we can and we're gonna we're gonna try to, to win you know team championships that's our goals and you know that's what we set out to do and we're gonna work for that and we're gonna we're gonna make it happen yeah definitely i mean and people can put whatever asterisks they want on it at the end of the year. Gold is gold, and uh, right. it's still going to hang the same on your wall and still going to mean the same to you later. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. I know that there's a lot of big things you know, this year and in the future for Virginia Tech and yourself. So uh, I'm really fortunate that I got you on, and I'll definitely have to have you on again and talk. Maybe we'll, uh, 
we'll bring you back on for a few minutes uh one week after after any big wins you have because uh, you can have sure. several of them um but yeah man thanks again for coming on and chatting i appreciate it thank you for having me it was, it was fun absolutely thank you all for listening and we will see you next time